Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Hello and good morning to everybody across Tasmania and wherever you are listening around the country. On the app around the world, David Lithgow and Jack Revolt with you this morning for another big edition of Jack and Flash. We're here all thanks to Harrison Agents, Tasmanian real estate agent experts selling your home. Contact Harrison Agents today. We love to hear your texts. 0437 552535 or tweet us in at, at SEN Tasmania. Jackie boy, are you there? I'm here, Flash. I am here. Um, and Good morning. Well, Flash, good morning to you. We roll in every week, every Friday morning, and we think, (laughs) what a big week in sport it's been. (laughs) Well, it's delivered again. It's delivered again. Of course, the football last night. So many talking points from what was a huge week. I want to talk a little bit of Tour de France at some point, which uh, I didn't have in my binge watch last week, which I'm a little bit disappointed because I have been binge watching a little bit of the Tour, and the Aussies certainly doing fantastically over there in either the Australian Cyclists or yes. the Australian Team team Bike Exchange are doing fantastic as well. But, Flash, huge, huge week. I love it how you've become an absolute cycling nuffy in the last two and a half to three years. People that don't realise Jackie Boy discovered a bike um, three years ago, two and a half? Probably two. Just probably, it was, you know what? Two it was, a bit. It was mid-COVID break. Uh, yes. No, the first COVID break, I played round one. And then rediscovered it uh, during the the eight week COVID break when I was training with uh, my cousin Rui. Uh, we were doing Bay Bay Road, uh, doing around the bay there, Beach Road, sorry, uh, around the bay early morning. So very uh, very good, good fun. Well, it appears that it's helping your career, extending your career, and maybe that's the token that gets you to North Melbourne next year, like I read on SCN this week. You go to North next year? Oh, flash. <laughs> Come on now. Now, our friend Adam Cooney, <laughs> who works at SEN, uh, he was the one that's proposed this. And I know he's got a boxing fight coming up. Maybe that's, I'm not 100% sure where that's still going ahead. <laughs> because Adam might have copped a knock to the head before and he's rolled this one out. But uh, no, look, it's it's an interesting one because you never you never want to say no to these sort of things, Flash, because you, when you, if you come to the end of your career and – um, you might, I'm a, I have an idea in my head what my pathway looks like out of football. Uh, when that is, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but you never want to say no, because someone could come and say something from left field and say, Hey, do you have you ever thought about doing this? And, and because I've got an idea of what I want to do, I haven't, maybe I haven't thought about everything that, that my, my life post football holds. So, um, 
No, there's been a lot of commentary around it this week. So what you're saying is, if Ben a fellow, good morning to Ben. I'm sure he's listening this morning as well. Uh, if you love a nice bit of cash, <laughs> so, you can't say well, that. What's the what's the number we can get? Look, here's the truth of the matter. I was texting in a funny manner your dear brother over there in the states, and I said that OHA seven game series next year is a better option or a more likely option than North Melbourne if you decided to pull the pin finally. I don't think that's going to happen with both, mate. Can I? This we're going to have to start with Kyrgios. We're going to have to start with the great man. He's he's into the final. Now, for those that haven't heard, Rafa Nadal, who we knew had that abdominal issue. Well, he's got an he's abdominal out, tear. Seven centimetres. I, I mm. I, I'm not going to go like with that as officially, but the whispers out of the uh, strawberries and cream nation over there in, um, <laughs> in Wimbledon are uh, that it's a seven yes. centimetre tear. That's big. Now... Uh, for, and, and we caught a little news bit there before we, we came on air is that Rafa spoke about the fact that he didn't think that he could win two games in a row. Um, that he probably, this if it was a final, he'd go out and, and have a go at it. But um, big call. Big, big call to obviously sit out. And there's no love lost between Rafa and, and Nick Kyrgios. So that would be a little... Well, I think, he called be... him, I think he called him one of the poorest blokes <laughs> and everybody knows it. That was a couple of years ago. How many people has he called a poor bloke? He's called Joker... He's called Nadal. We know what, what he called his old mate the other day. Tips oh. artist. God, he just... Are but you... most people like him. This is the funny thing. We'll talk about that at Hot or Not. I mean, has he actually... I want to know to the people, has he turned everyone's opinion this last couple of weeks? But, mate, he's got a chance. He will fancy himself against Novak. Well, now, Novak's not there yet, No, Novak's the not there. He's playing against Cameron Norrie, who our boy, uh, Demonor, should well, have definitely beaten. Oh, um, unfortunately, mate, didn't, what an didn't get the job done. Uh, the demon, but the word is out of out of Wimbledon is that you you can have your um, your Nadal's and your Djokovic's on warm up, but the the ticket, the number one ticket, the hottest ticket in town, people are lining up five deep to watch Nick Kyrgios warm up. Oh, do you know what the thing is? And this is and you you like me, we're big American sports fans. I, I, I was watching Twitter the other night. I've watched most of his games this week, hence why I'm, I still look. I've aged twelve years the last uh, the last week. But he, Bill Simmons, Nick Wright, all the NBA, they tweet about Kyrgios. Now they never tweet about tennis. They never tweet about American tennis players. These big American sports people tweeting about Nick Kyrgios. He has captured. We know this for several years. Everybody's imagination. What an opportunity, you know. It was not, he was 19 when he made the quarters last time. He beat Rafa along the way. This, this, is, this is what we've been waiting for. If you the think king. It, yeah, it's, it's a great point about the American athletes because there's a lot of uh, posturing and, and a bit of bravado from American athletes. Andy Roddick's probably the, the – you go back to that sort of bit of a lad, outspoken, um, aggressive. Yes. He, he sort of fits the, the Kyrgios mould. So – well, it really is a, a, a huge thing for uh, Australian men's tennis. Obviously, Ash Barty has been um, been a superstar for Australian tennis and Australian women's tennis for for a period of time now. But Australian men's tennis, singles men's tennis, I should say, because um, we have got two boys in the uh, final for the doubles. That, of course, is Matt Ebden and Max Purcell. 
Uh, first time in 22 years, Australians in the men's doubles. Cop this, though, Flash, in the semi-final, they saved just the lazy five match points against the number one seed. So those boys will be rolling out. It's an all-Australian affair in the finals over there in Wimbledon, which is great TV watching. I can't stand watching tennis, so I won't be watching it. But um, uh, Matty Ebden, of course, and Sammy Stoza last night lost in the finals. Ebden's had an amazing, hasn't he's he? had an amazing couple Turned of weeks. He's been a great player and obviously a great Davis oh. Cup player for Australia. As well, so things happening over there in. Uh, so what you will, hang on? So you, will you be getting up and watching Curios? Zero chance. In the final? Absolutely zero chance. Are you serious? Why would I like? Why? It's the biggest ticket in town. Surely you'd get up and just no. No, I'd, okay. I'd rather I'm sit shocked. there, sit there and shocked. watch the tour. One thing I did stay up. Watch... Sports fan, go on. <laughs> One thing I did stay up <laughs> and watch last night, Flash, was Thursday night football down at the Cattery at GMHBA yes. Stadium. 1v2 on the AFL ladder, and of course, the uh, Geelong Football Club, 12 91 Did a bit of a number on uh, the Melbourne Football Club, 9-9-63. Mm. Player of the match for my Mitch Duncan, 33 touches, two goals. Has turned himself into an absolute revelation off either halfback or wing. Hasn't he? But um, it was uh, for Geelong, who have won seven of their last games. Uh, seven of the last seven, sorry. They're uh, flying at the moment. Pretty complete performance by the Cats. Yeah, no doubt about it. Interesting game of football, I, I, especially in those first three quarters. There was a lot of errors, etc. wasn't there, and it wasn't a clean game of footy. I, I, in terms of having a game with two of the major contenders, um, Twitter was blown up last night. Everyone thought it was one of the, the poorer games that they've seen all year. It obviously heated up in that early part of that last quarter. I enjoyed the game because there were so many stakes. It felt like one of those games to me, Jack, where there's so much riding on it. There was an enormous amount of nervous energy, etc. And those cats, hey, look, I, I've got to say, I probably owe them an apology. I, I thought well, you can at save the start it for later. Save no, well, later. I, I've got a couple other ones actually, so I'll get an early one out. But I, I thought at the start of the year again, they're just getting old. You know, they're 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 topping up again. A mighty club. They give themselves an opportunity every year. But I, th- there's points of difference there now. You know. I watch about the evolution of Brad Close. I mean, he's a—he's he, an interesting, interesting player. He's very different. He's very clean. He's very silky. Um, but, you know, Tyson Stingle on the front half didn't have his best game of the year last night. But there's a, there's a different look. That forward line's humming, isn't it? Because, you know, for all the criticism about Gary Rowan, when Gary Rowan does stuff like he does last night, he chases tackles forward pressure, etc. He adds so much to their forward 50. Tomahawk just keeps looking like he is absolutely at the top of his game. But these unsung guys like Cam Guthrie's and stuff that I want to talk about, Jack, that that depth that we, we know we know about Danger and we know about Selwood, who's having an awesome year again, um, they're managing better in the ruck. Uh, they're, they're in it up to their eyeballs. I, I don't think there's anything, that, no doubt about that. Uh, if I said to you uh, prior to last mm-hmm. night's game that yep. between Hawkins uh, and Jeremy Cameron, you'd keep them to one goal, there's no way you think Geelong win, surely. No, that's exactly right. And that goes to tell you about the versatility now of this forward half. You know, Myers kicks goals. He didn't kick any last night, but they got goals out of some some midfielders. Guthrie kicked a couple. Mitch Duncan kicked a couple. So, so that's what you're topping off. You look at their depth, Jack, in, in the mids, and it's it seems to be like they've got enough. Is that is that like I look at my beloved Swans, and I don't want to talk about them, but I look at them now, and I think 
They're a year away, and I think they might be one or two short depth-wise in the midfield. Gosh, I don't think that with Geelong anymore. We know that with Melbourne, but watching who they're rolling through there now, they've they've got something. They've got some depth, and they've got a, it's a different look. It feels like. Is it a different Geelong for the last two years? I like, th- yeah, I think. Look, I, I'd probably think to just to, to one player to speak of, Tom Atkins, who's been yeah, oh. fantastic on ball. He's gone in there and, and really provided provided something different to to what they've had in there. Obviously, Selwood and Dangerfield, uh, even Guthrie are these just hard balls. Duncan's probably the same. They're hard balls. Get in. They get in and and get the ball. Um, now Atkins has provided a little bit. Of, just he's still tough. He is a very, very tough football. But he just provides something else on the outside. Twenty-one last night and a goal, nine tackles, oh, nine mate. tackles. Absolutely. And, and I probably looked at him as a uh, that sort of negating tough halfback flanker. Uh, and, and and they've they've thrown him in there. And I look to that as probably sides looking for something different in their midfield. Yes. So for for Richmond it's been Jaden Shaw. It's been the the addition yes. from half back onto mid uh, into the midfield for for Jaden Shaw and the Cats have have changed it up uh, and they're playing Tom Atkins in the middle there. Um they've got a they've got a generational defender in Sam DeConing down there. Like I mean Oof, cheapers. The the worry was uh Tom Stewart obviously suspended for yes. for a period of time. Last night, nothing to see. You look at the a lot of TV shots, and you'd notice that um, Melbourne players would get the ball centre forward, look up, and you'd expect to see. Um, well, he's not there, Tom McDonald. You'd expect to see someone up there, um, whether that was Ben Brown, providing that big contest. But Geelong, Geelong would uh, four or five behind the ball, and there's yeah, no, there is no way you can score, especially down there at GMHBA skinny ground. Yeah. When they're loading up behind the ball like that. Watching our man or my man, uh, not your man, my man Ben Brown last night, and he felt like he just had, he was double teamed every time, and, and he literally could find no space. Not that it was down there a lot. A couple of texts coming through. Mick from Woodville, you guys sound focused this morning. So much to unpack. Never forget that his Tom Atkins' former coach was none other than Heath. Coco Jamison down at St. Joey's. Remember, they won three flags down there a while back, and he's he's the one that got him up and going. He and he now he's a mature player. He looks bonafide, Atkins. Yeah. Uh, he, the, he's the, these are the additions. Thanks very much to Mick for that text. These are the additions that uh, I think we're talking about. Now, what about now? What about the demons? Like, in absolute fairness, um, you talked about this preseason that. You weren't sure. I went away from that game last night for the first time thinking, uh, nah, I reckon this is open field now. Uh, and I and I think that I think this has become an incredible year and maybe the Demons aren't the clear standout. Yeah, no, I think the Demons' best footy is still, still the best. Um, because we know that uh, if Melbourne play Geelong uh, or Geelong play Melbourne, either way, uh, in the finals, it'd be played at the MCG. And that and that adds a um, a real different element to it um, down there. Yes. Geelong's arguably got one of the greatest home ground advantages of all time, and they deserve it as well. Um, it, it's, yeah, I still have Melbourne just on top, but I think that next, the Cats are certainly the, the second seed. Yes. And then after that, it, it's wide open. It's wide open. But you've only got to look back to two weeks ago. There was a toss of the coin between my, my Tigers versus the Geelong Football oh, Club. Absolutely. You've got to think there is so many sides that are in 
this uh, in this season. It's very exciting, and, and and the finals will obviously be fantastic. But the next seven rounds, wowee, have we got just a humdinger of a season setting itself up for who's going to finish in the top eight, oh. top four, and then what does September look like? A footy I want to touch dream. on that point in hot or not later on today, um, and then tonight, Swans and Bulldogs. My goodness, I mean, this suddenly is it's it's dog season on the line. And the Swans, they got to win because momentum is changing. And in this incredible even year, um, I, I can't remember a year like it, and it's fascinating. Well, Flash, a fascinating round of football, uh, a fascinating show coming up. For the first time on the show, we're going to have Tasmanian Premier Jeremy Rockliffe is going to be yes. joining us. And, of course, a few things have reared their head again in football media over here. I think Eddie's had another throw at the stumps. Uh, Tony Cochran's um, settled in again. So we're looking forward to chatting all things here, uh, all things football and all things Tasmania with Jeremy Rockliffe, the Premier. And I've got a little app. Oh, well, I've got a real special guest for you, Flash Man. Flash, David Razzle Dazzle Lithgow. Uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to try and get you on to the Harlem Globetrotters. They're coming into the studio here in Melbourne, so they're going to be online at 8:40 a.m. So if you want to hear all things Harlem Globetrotters, is there a roll for me? Hang around, hang around. I think I'll be sweeping the floor. This is Jack and Flash <laughs> on SEN Tassie. Harrison Agents to buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today on SEN Tassie. Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Welcome back to Jack and Flash right here on SEN Tassie. And as always, send us a text 0437 555 or a tweet at SEN Tassie. Now, Flashman, big yes, match mate. starts again. Uh, the first, well, the first test over there in Sri Lanka didn't go much more than two, two and a half days, but we roll no. around again for the second test against uh, Sri Lanka over there in Gaul at the International Stadium. Uh, it starts at 2.30 today. And, of course, if you want to listen listen to that, you can listen uh, on the uh, SEN app uh, from 2 p.m. The boys will be online. Adam Collins and the crew over there in Sri Lanka. Hopefully they don't get it blown away like last oh. week, which was a little bit dicey there for a second with the Bunnings tent on top of the grandstand. But uh, big news coming out of the Australian camp is that Glenn Maxwell's Ooh. name... Uh, has been thrown wow. into the mix again. Of course, Swepson and uh, Lyon are the two spinners as well. And we found out part-timer in um, Travis Head. Travis Head, who took a little sneaky forfer. Uh, and did you cop the little social media from Travis Head? How he put a little, he took a photo of himself with a finger up, one finger up, the spinning finger, and just had a little flame coming off the end of it after he taken forfer, which was pretty handy. Uh, Look, I've never rated um, Travi Head's little doorknobs. Um, <laughs> never however, taken a wicket prior to the last n- n- test. Four for four for not many. Of course, never forget Michael Clark took a six for an Indian test um, at times. So look, it does happen. But this is quite remarkable in the sense that if Maxwell comes in, it's going to be this expensive Mitch Clark, which would effectively Mitch Clark, which would effectively <laughs> <Brisbane> Ruckman. <laughs> it would effectively leave the. Well, it'll leave them with one genuine quick. So then Cameron Green, three spinners, and the part-time. So, I, I, look, if, if this is an opportunity that Maxwell needs, um, he certainly deserves it. Um, I would love to see it happen. You're not picking, I think you, it'd be awesome. Are we picking him for his spin or are we picking him for his ability to play spin as a batsman? Surely it's the latter. 
good question. I would have thought he bats in front of Alex Carey, by the way, but that's another conversation. Mm. Um, oh, look, I think it's the all-round part. I mean, imagine what, what the addition of him in the field is 15 runs and in straight away. So, um, look, terrific. I mean, look, they're flying, Jack, the Australians. They're that far in front on the Test Championship ladder as we speak. Uh, they're going beautifully. Poms are going all right too, by the way, but that's another conversation for another time. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. They're, they're looking good, and they're going to be awfully hard to stop again here in the second test. Yeah, for Sri Lanka, though, uh, a bit of carnage on the COVID yep. front. Uh, yes. Three players have tested positive to COVID-19. Uh, De Silva, Fernando, and Van der Say uh, will all miss according to the age. So uh, with the game only a mere uh, hours away, Looks like they'll have three outs already for the Sri Lankan team. And no doubt, Flash, we'll be seeing a dust bowl again. Nathan Lyon, I think, bowled in the fifth over uh, of yes. the first test in the uh, in the first innings. Um, we we think that uh, we think that they'll probably be bowling them pretty early again, the spinners. Look, a couple of little snippets for you, mate. Um, I know the Australian men's under-17 basketball, we've talked about this for a while. They're in the World Cup, of course. Why are we talking about that? Well, they've got the quarterfinals against Spain tonight. Tasmanians. The, Have we got any three, Tasmanians? Mate, the three young Tasmanians. Three? Kai Savage, Lockie Brewer, Three Jacob Tasmanians. Furphy. Yep, Savage is starting. Brewer uh, and, and Furphy are all playing roles. They are a very, very good unit. Now, they play against Spain. Spain flogged them in the pre uh, the pre-game before the start of the tournament, but they were really just playing everybody 10 or 12 minutes. They have been on fire. Brewer's playing really well. And again, young man, I know I bang on about it. I've talked to you about this for a decade. Basketball in this state is flying. And it's going mm. right it's going really well right around the country too, in fairness. So that that's a good that's good stuff. Have you caught any of Chet? Have you caught any of the summer league yet? <laughs> I did catch when they said uh, this is, of course, is My it shoulders Chet, is are it bigger Chet, than his. You know that, Chet don't Holmgren, you? is it? The uh, pick three or pick two for the... Uh, pick two. Pick two in the, uh, the recent NBA yeah. draft. Uh, and they, he had a, well, a record-breaking six blocks. Yes. And then they asked him after it. I said, oh, Chet, congratulations on breaking the summer league record for block six. And he goes, oh, is that all? And I was like, oh, hang on, Chet. Just back it up a little bit, son. Like, I know you... I know you're hot property at the moment, and you know plenty and plenty of coin, and you will go on yes. and plenty of coin, but just put it in reverse for a little bit. The summer league, of course, going on at the moment. Uh, heaps of Aussies. Josh Giddy, Josh Giddy focus, is playing, which is yeah. well, he looks bigger, he looks stronger already, as they always do. Oh, my gosh, he's a good player. He is a proper player. What a passer! Oh, he's gonna. Yeah, I want to. I want to hit you up in hot or not about him later on. Okay. I'm very Righto. excited about the things that Josh Giddy. Me too. He's bringing, but Flashman, time for a news update. Thanks to Wilson Homes, Coppet Flash. The forty thousand cash discount is back again for a limited time. Thanks to Wilson Homes for the winners. While Christian Petrarca booted three for the D's, a new race leader in the Tour de France with Tajay Potichar winning the sixth stage just ahead of Aussie Michael Matthews and a twenty-eight to six win for Cronulla over Melbourne Storm at Shark Park. Miss your favourite show? Want to catch up on an interview? Download and listen to every SEN podcast when you want it or on the SEN app. Join in the racing chat by following SEN Track on Twitter at SEN underscore track.
Showers 11 today, showers easing 12 tomorrow, partly cloudy 13 Sunday, a possible shower and 13 on Monday. And the second test between Sri Lanka and Australia is live on SEN. It starts today from 2 on SEN Fanatic and the SEN app. There we are, the news and the weather. Thanks to SEN. Now, Flashman, I want to talk to you, and I've told it, uh, just gave a little tease off the top. That, of course, is the Tour de France, which is currently going on at the moment. Last night's stage flash, Michael Matthews, the Australian, finished second okay. uh, behind Tadej Pogacar, who is currently leading the Tour de France and has won the last, uh, last two editions of the Mighty Race over there in France. But Australia have had it. We, we're flash. We are absolutely. Absolutely flying when it comes to to Australian cycling. Cycling, sorry. Um, ben O'Connor, he finished third last year. Currently in fifty second place after a, a, a stage that was ridiculously hard, ridiculously, ridiculously hard. Uh, but stage three, Dutch rider Dylan uh, Dylan Gronowagen. And now that's not an Australian name, Flashman, but he rides for the Australian team. team Did you say Gronowagen? Is that wagon? Is that no. the great Robert Gronowagen's <laughs> second? No. Nephew, cousin, or something? <laughs> Twice no? removed related, but he is, he's Dutch. He's Dutch. He's got a few of those okay. little hypostrophes yeah. and whatnot over the top of apostrophes, not hypostrophes. That was a horrible grammar there. Uh, apostrophes and dashes above his uh, letters in his name. So he's, he's pure Dutch, that fella. But he, um, he writes for the Aussie team. Uh, okay. Of course, Jerry Ryan's bike exchange, Jayco, which, uh, of course, has been... Pivotal in launching Australian cycling. He won stage three. Um, Simon Clark, though, uh, an Australian journeyman um, who's been involved in a lot of teams and, and done a lot of things for Australian cycling, he won uh, two nights ago uh, for Israel Premier Tech. That's his team. He won stage five. Caleb Ewan, who is the most fancied Australian, the big Australian sprinter, unfortunately, hasn't uh, hasn't scored yet, hasn't hit the, uh, hit the line first. Um, Due to a few falls and whatnot, but Flashman, I've just got this genuine love for cycling. It, you, it, and it, does it oh, float your boat at all? Or uh, no, I, Cadell got me in, you know, a decade ago, ten or eleven years ago, and I watched as he, you know, he did the job on the, the two brothers, the two two Italians, the Schlecks. No, 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 they were uh, Luxembourg, the Schlecks. Luxembourg, and I, I watched all of that, um, but no, I haven't. Look, it's just waned. Let's be frank. The tour over the last few years, it's just. I look, hey hey, you're a cheerleader. So sometimes you call me. You call me a fake sports. What? <laughs> I'll put it to you that cycling is a bigger sport than tennis. I oh, look. I, I I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue about what the figures are saying. I'd be surprised if that's the case. Um, but no, no. Well, I mean, everyone, everyone's on a bike, can't they? There's probably more people riding a bike than play tennis. I'll, I'll cop that. Definitely. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying that. I'm saying that cycling. Well, more people clean your teeth as well, but does that actually matter? <laughs> no, but seeing cleaning your teeth isn't a sport. I'm saying okay, that cycling sure. is a bigger sport than tennis. Easily. What about hot dog eating? Do you see old mate go for 15 the other <laughs> mate, day? <laughs> he missed the line by two and a half because he had to wrestle. Um, that's Joey Chestnut. He had to wrestle the. Uh, Someone coming in doing a protest halfway through it. Oh, uh, nice. Off the text line, Flashman, any news on the Tassie beer? That one comes from JD in Sydney. Well, JD, hang around uh, because after the break that's coming up, we are going to be chatting to the Premier, Jeremy Rockliffe, all things Tasmania and all things Tasmanian football. This is Jack and Flash on SEN Tassie. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today on SEN Tassie 
Jack and Flash with Jack Revolt and David Lifter. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash with Jack Revolt and David Lifter. Welcome back, everybody. David Lithgow and Jack Revolt with you this morning. Jackie Boy, I'm seeing up the top here of Harrison Agents in Hobart. It's a beautiful penthouse. city, as you know. Penthouse. In the penthouse. It is, it's been hosing down this morning here, and it's absolutely freezing again. But certainly things in the next 10 or 15 minutes won't be freezing. It's with great pleasure. We welcome the Premier of Tasmania, Mr Jeremy Rockcliffe, onto the show this morning. Good morning, Premier. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, David. Good morning, Jack, and uh, good morning to your listeners. Pleasure. Great to, great to have your company. Um, can I just ask the most basic of questions first? Um, how's it been being Premier the last couple of months? Are you enjoying it? I'm enjoying it immensely. It's full on. Um, hardly a moment to scratch myself, but, uh, you know, it's what it's all about. It's what I expected. And, of course, um, Will Hodgman and Petty Gutman's deputy for... Uh, all those last eight years, and so you know, stepped in a big apprenticeship um, I had, but it's uh, it's a great job and great opportunity as well to to do some do some good stuff and make a difference. Well, let's put it in footy sort of terms. What's the difference between being an assistant coach for a period of time and then having the top job? Give us a, give us a couple <laughs> of things that really have changed for you. Uh, well, the buck stops with you, number one. Yes, um, sure. And uh, you can always play that support role, but uh, when you wake up at five o'clock in the morning, you think, "No, nah, um, I'm in the to- I'm in the top chair, and the buck stops with me." Um, and that is can be good, and you got to uh, run with it. Not so good as well when it comes to that, David. So uh, that's a key difference. But also, uh, workload is uh, immense, but uh, but exciting at the same time. You know, it's really a great opportunity. Good morning, Premier, and thank you for coming on the show. Uh, let's head into the football uh, landscape, which is obviously the, the hotly debated one and the one that uh, is on the, uh, on the tip of everyone's tongue. What's the mood heading into the final month or so before uh, we do find out um, if this push for a Tasmanian uh, team, a 19th licence, is successful? How are you feeling about it? Look, um, I'm always half glass full, Jack. I feel very positive about it are very positive that we've done the work. Um, and look, this has been a culmination, really, Jack, of, uh, of 30 years of work. We've tried to get our own AFL licence, our own team, of course now AFL, AFLW. And it's come to this point. This is the point uh, that uh, we need to ensure that the AFL steps up, uh, makes it a true national competition. I'm quietly confident, uh, but I'm very confident we've done the work. Our bid for the AFL has been... Uh, strong to the AFL has been very strong. Um, it's a significant uh, commitment around that $10 million a year and that $50 million capital into high performance centre. Uh, we believe our feedback is that it's strong. Uh, so look, I don't want to run away, run away um, too enthusiastically, but I am very, very confident um, at this point in time. As you said there, a lot has been done so far and, and a lot of boxes have been ticked and answered already. 
what's in the final push? Is it Olympic style where you uh, serenade the presidents with gifts to get them to vote for for us, uh, or do you speak to the the presidents personally, or you? All your uh, communication with the AFL and goes out to, to the presidents via the AFL. What, what does it look like in this last month before the vote? Well, we've got an AFL task force, of course, which um, will be doing uh, their work and has so far done it very well. I've written to all the presidents um, in terms of saying, look, come down to Tassie, have a chat with us all and, uh, you know, get a true understanding of what it means to Tasmania to have our own AFL team. Uh, Look at the Carter Report. The Carter Report uh, clearly said that the case is very strong uh, for an AFL team, Uh, but also the business case as well, Jack. uh, This is an opportunity for Tasmania. Um, This is a $120 million economic generation uh, every year, uh, plus the 350 jobs. Uh, and so, you know, Tasmanians don't need to be sold on the fact that we've got, we need an our own AFL or AFLW team. Uh, and so uh, the final push is to, uh, frankly, um, you know, not rest on our laurels on this one. You know, the emotional case is made, the business case is made, and uh, we need to really, you know, it's the 100 metre dash, and we, if you want to put a sporting analogy into it, and, uh, you know, we're about uh, that full throttle, about 15 minutes, 15 metres from the finish line is, is how I see it. So flat out from here. So you've seen you've written to, to all the presidents. Any, uh, any correspondence back? Has anyone taken up the offer to come down to the Apple Isle? And, and if they do come down, what's the accommodation set up do you organise? Is it straight into a nice Mac 1 or do you host them at your own house and, um, <laughs> and really give them the royal treatment? Well, my own house is at Sassafras in northwest Tasmania. Beautiful. Which you're familiar with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Sassafras. Um, uh, it's a good place, and uh, not far from my favourite local footy team, Latrobe, Latrobe Football Club, which I'm president Demons. of. Is Mister Potato uh, Head? Near, is, that's near Mighty Sassafras, isn't it, Mister Potato Head? On Sprite. the Sprite, Sprite. No, no, no. no. Uh, yeah, the big no, spud. Sassafras. Big spud. Yeah. So the big spud is uh, right next to our farm, uh, Jack. So there you go. Next to um, geographic location for you, but um, accommodation, uh, I'm sure we can uh, work that through. But uh, look, I've encouraged the presidents to you know, have a good look at this. What I do want to encourage the presidents is to look at our bid and look at it seriously. And, you know, we were uh, very keen to ensure that, you know, we didn't have any sort of, you know, half-assed bid, if I can put it that way. We wanted, we're serious about this. And, you know, $10 million a year on the table over 10 years, a $50 million commitment is a serious bid. And the presidents need to take note of that um, and realise that we are very serious and we can add value to their competition. We have such a wonderful history in Tasmania uh, with the champions that our Tasmania has produced. And they also need to look very closely at the success of uh, the Jack Jumpers. Uh, the local basketball team as well, the increase in participation in basketball and uh, what that team has done for uh, grassroots sporting participation. And I don't want the AFL uh, to lose out uh, when it comes to um, the AFL not making the call on the 19th licence because the AFL ultimately uh, will lose because grassroots participation uh, will suffer, uh, in my view, as a result of that. And as I say, I've uh, been around the Trove Footy Club for a long time, president for three years. I understand 
exactly what grassroots footy does to local communities and for young people out there two or three times a week. Uh, game on Saturday, uh, the culture of the club, the mental health and well-being, as well as the physical aspects of that, is so very important. And AFL needs to realise that they have that to lose if uh, they don't step up and grant us our licence. Premier, can I just ask you about the last couple of months? And certainly the stadium conversation became a, a big topic again some weeks ago. Uh, the Labor Party, of course, became involved, etc. Let me just play devil's advocate apart from the stadium, and I'd love to know how your response to this. I'm personally from a family. They're all doctors, nurses. My, my partner works at the Royal. We know the challenges absolutely exist in health, etc. Um, when somebody says that to the Premier, Jeremy Rockliffe, um, the viability of having a stadium, what's your response to that and why it's so important that the stadium becomes uh, such a big part of Hobart when we do have these other society challenges that we're all aware of? Look, that's a really good point and people often make that comparison. Um, Firstly, when it comes to the health system, I'll just point to the budget and the $11.2 billion over the next four years that we're going to invest in, and that'll never be taken away, and that'll continue to grow because the demand's increasing. Health will always be our number one priority because it's Tasmanian's number one priority. But we've also got to ensure that we can have both. Uh, We can invest in enabling infrastructure, um, and I'd broaden out more than a stadium. You know, this is a, a precinct, you know, an arts, entertainment, sporting precinct, uh, that can add so much vitality um, and to the local economy as well, which will also create jobs and grow our economy. So we can support the essential services. And, you know, we need to look above uh, the horizon, as been said before, and see how much value uh, such an investment, which is not all taxpayer investment, there's been talk about how much it's going to cost. But, of course... Uh, we're doing the due diligence on a business case, a feasibility study now. You know that's 1.25 million dollars we're spending in this budget uh, to look at um, how exactly what this means for uh, Tasmania in terms of the, the stadium, the arts precinct, entertainment precinct. It can drive so much economic activity and be iconic. Uh, we've seen it uh, in Adelaide. We've seen it uh, in Perth. Uh, what? Uh, precincts such as this, sporting precincts, stadiums, whatever you like to call it, uh, can bring uh, to uh, local cities and communities. And so we could actually have a really uh, iconic to Tasmania uh, precinct, which we could all be proud of. I know it's uh, challenging to uh, convince a number of people of that, but when it comes to this is not a health versus uh, sporting infrastructure debate, uh, we've got our investment in health that will always continue and we need to ensure that uh, we also have the best infrastructure available to uh, Tasmanians in terms of not just footy um, but concerts, um, entertainment, various fields, arts precinct, you know the vitality created around that uh, could be extraordinary. Just to clarify too as well, the government won't be supporting a relocated team. What happens if the AFL recommends that has to be? I mean, that's been a line now that we've heard a lot. Um, That's not a conversation that Tasmanians are willing to have. Have I got that right, Jeremy? Uh, You got absolutely that right. Um, And last time I met with Gil, um, I looked him in the eye and say, we will not accept 
a relocated team. It is just not on our agenda. Um, we want our own AFL and AFLW team, um, and it simply wouldn't work. And, um, you know, it's you know, worked, I guess, if you look at um, Sydney uh, and Brisbane, but it won't work here in Tassie. Um, we're our own state. Um, we've produced our own champions for, you know, generations. And um, it is not something we are canvassing or will ever canvass at all. So the answer to that, very bluntly, um, is no. Very good, Premier. I really enjoy uh, the strength in that last comment there. We do really appreciate you coming on to the show this morning um, and we love hearing what you have to say about Tasmania football and Tasmania in general. Uh, We wish you all the best in this push, this final push towards the uh, vote from all the presents. Excuse me, in the uh, in the not too distant future. So, uh, thanks for joining us on SEN. It's a pleasure. Uh, thanks so much, Jack. Thanks, David. A pleasure to be with you. There we are, the Premier of Tasmania, yep. Jeremy Rockcliffe. Very strong yes. in uh, what is oh, it's the it's the talking point for all Tasmanians and all people involved in the AFL. Flash, just just have a line. What? Are, how are you feeling about it now? You've oh, been oh. super bullish. Nothing to see moving forward here. Tick tick tick. That's still the. Could not be, uh, could not be more confident, Flash Man. You, yourself. <laughs> hey, we need to save that for a little bit later. I did tease a little bit. The the Arlen Globetrotters yes. will be coming in after eight thirty, um, but we're going to grab a quick break here, and we might just dissect uh, that after eight. But we'll have apology letters from our man David Flash Lithgow. This is Jack and Flash on SEN Tassie. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Welcome back to Jack and Flash right here on SEN Tassie. Flashman off the text line. They're coming. They are coming. Notice during the week, Cochrane scaled back his comments against saying his board will make the decision. And Maguire yes. said Tassie will probably get a license. It's happening, I believe. That one came from David. David, wow, he's on the money. And speaking about not being on the money brings us into our new seg- our, our, our this segment. Well, as per usual, I'll be the one conducting this segment because you haven't apologised no, to anybody not. in 33 years. Mate, I'm like Connor. I'm Connor McGregor. Ever. I don't apologise to nobody. No, oh, you're not telling me anything. Now, a couple <laughs> of quick ones here. Now, let's just go with um, – there's one that's been texting I'm have to talk about, but my apology is to you. You looked me in the eye in early March. You said, Flash, no. You said, stop it. Don't. I declared the Melbourne Football Club are over the line. You didn't call them a myth. I'm not going to give oh, that no sort of... No way. Not at all. Don't but throw you me said, under the bus there. No, I'm not going to throw you under <laughs> the bus. But you said, it is not happening, Flash. It's hard. It is going to be the even year. And you know what? I'm not saying We've it's got... not happening. I'm saying it is hard to go back to back. Well... So uh, hard. Again, I've got a bit of humility and I'll come at you and I'll say that. Now, I've got one off here. Now, do you know where Snake Valley is? I think it's near Ballarat. Ballarat. Yeah, well, let's Jay, go with that. Jay from Snake Valley has said, is 
our man, SEN's own Brett Phillips, ever going to apologise to Nick Kyrgios? He's disowned him <laughs> Drive, for the bro. last eight years. He's tried to grovel his Brett way Phillips back into the The voice of tennis here <laughs> the on The voice SN. of tennis. Hasn't but Jay been, said, uh... enough is enough. Apologise, Brett. Whoa. Um, anyway, I think, there's a, I think there's a bit of history there with, with BP uh, and Kyrgios. I don't think he likes him. I think that's pretty fair to say. And look, um, we'll talk about that in Hot or Not coming up, but... Has he turned everybody curious? How much has he? T- I mean, you're a fan. You've been a fan of the King from day one. <laughs> not I'm day one. Not day one. But he, oh, really? I, I've got on board lately. I've got on board. Okay. Last. Sort of I didn't mind it. Thank you, Jay. Um, that's that's a good one. BP, of course, the voice. He's been hosting things on Channel Nine as well this week. Yes. Well, the uh, flash. Only a short segment today, but you always seem to find someone to apologise. News is up next here on Jack and no, Flash. Don't. Sen Tassie. <laughs> Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. It's hot. Real hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. This is hot. It's so damn hot. Not Right in the second hour of Jack and Flash, David Lithgow and Jack Revolt with you. And we're all here for Harrison Agents, Tasmanian real estate experts. Selling your home? Contact Harrison Agents today. Quick little text here, Jack. Shout out to the Hutchins School students who ran 12, overs, 12 hours through the night to raise funds for Reclink last night to run Reclink. sports Reclink, beautiful. Sports programs for disadvantaged Tasmanians. Richard from Sandy Bay. Thank huge, you very much. Unbelievable. Well huge. done, lads. What a night tonight. Freezing cold, snowing and wet. They've done a good job, those guys. Now, hot or not, Jackie boy, there hot. is... Uh, look, there is a lot to talk about here. It's a hot, hot weekend. It's damn hot. Um, <laughs> okay. You want to fire away first? Yeah, I'll fire away first. Um, now, our man, my man... Nick, not Brett Phillips' man, no, as, not B, as not J- Jay man. from Snake Valley pointed out. But Nick Kyrgios, has, finally, has he, is this hot or not? Has Nick Kyrgios finally captured the hearts of the Australian public? Hot or not? Now, I still think this is this is not news. I, I, no, I, is he I, tilting I, the scales a bit? He is definitely tilting the scales, but I think there's a lot of people out there that still just don't like Nick Kyrgios. Which... Good morning to Tim Lithgow out there this morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's my old man. They will not realise. No, I, I, I get out of bed for him. Um, I think uh, I think success it does a lot for your um, for your persona. Uh, if he wins it, if he wins it, he has got the greatest opportunity to win the people over. If he just yes. he, like if he's gracious and uh, and really connecting um, to any speech post winning it. It would go a long way. Do I think that's going to happen? <laughs> Not a hope in hell. He is going to go out. If he wins this, he's he, basically you could put a Golden State Warriors top on him. That's how many people he's going to drive by on the way out because he will be going after people. And I wouldn't be surprised if if it's Djokovic that he beats. <laughs> maybe it will be Djokovic that he just does a little drive by on. So. Uh, <laughs> I'm just getting ready. This is what we know. He will absolutely believe that he can beat Djokovic. Oh, 100%. There will be no wavering whatsoever. i tell you what he's done better. i tell you what I will acknowledge. Somebody, I've just a nuffy that's watched pretty much all his Grand Slam 
tournaments, and of course his presses, which are always good. He's a bit better when he's a bit more gracious with his opponents. He he does. I mean, he hates Nadal, and he hates I'm not, I'm, all of that's still relevant. But he does tend to give them a little bit more of a a bit of a, an arm around them at times, perhaps. Radio Flashman, off the back of Nick Kyrgios, hot or not, Nick Kyrgios's post-game press conferences are must-watch TV. Oh, hot. That's hot as that's a pistol. Hot. Damn hot. Of course it's hot. <laughs> that's hot. I love it when he championed that fella. <laughs> the other day. And the British media, they are, well, the British tabloid media, are ruthless. And someone who was maybe not as uh, maybe not as confident or in their own skin would have taken a little backward step to the questioning that Kyrgios copped the other day. But he just stepped straight into it, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He Look, and again, we talked about that at the top of the show. The Americans, the Bill Simmons of the world, they, 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 they never tweet about tennis. They never tweet about American tennis players. I just tweet about Kyrgios. Do you know who the one that I used to watch all of his presses? Well, I, 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 for full for full disclosure, I listen to all John Longmire's presses because I'm a Swan supporter. I never missed a Ross Lyon presser afterwards. And it wouldn't matter if it was 10 o'clock I'd got home after a few frothies the next morning. I would always want to hear what Ross Lyon, Ross Lyon had to say because he didn't give a stuff. He would just bait them. He would laugh at them. He played them on the break at all times. Um so that's a, that's a hot, hot, hot. Got one for us, Flash? No, you're hot. You're hot. Go on, you go. You'll go. I do. Um, new cat Tyson Stingle is the recruit of the year. Hot or not? Yeah, no, I think this is hot news. Oh, you're hot. He uh, was well, out of the Richmond Football Club Absolute Football Factory uh, via the Adelaide Crows where um, he was delisted mid-year and then has been picked up. And I think, uh, look... Unbelievable talent. I, I, Wombo, the little well, Wombat well, we called him. Well, tell me about your time at Well, at his, his nickname's Wombo, the little Wombat, because he was untackleable. You could, he went through a whole season of VFL football when he was at the Tigers and wasn't tackled once. That's how good he is at just, and we started to see it now, just shimmering the hips and just, just shaking players off and has got this uncanny knack of, uh, of kicking goals. Uh, look, there's, for mine, there is... Um, a direct correlation with Edward Betts, Eddie Betts, the great Eddie Betts, being down at the Geelong Football Club and the rise of Tyson Stengel as a player. I think he's nearly kicked 30 goals this year. Cool. You've only got to look at that possible half-forward line of the All-Australian team. Yeah. His, his name his name is right there with Charlie Cameron, Shea Bolton, those sort of smaller half-forwards, young Indigenous half-forwards, uh, or young as in young for, for Stengel and Bolton. Charlie Cameron's getting a little bit long in the tooth. But... Uh, they just are excitement machines. Tackle pressure last night, chase down tackle on Alex Neil Bullen. I think he's certainly been a and a great addition and a needed addition to the Geelong Football Club and could possibly be the recruit of the year. Good morning to Charlie Cameron out there. You're a bit long on the tooth, apparently, <laughs> young man. 28, hey, 28 years of age. In fact, is it Charlie's birthday? He's just turned 28. Oh, okay. there you go. That's there. That's, okay. It's free agency type, so that's sort of long on the tooth. Rightio, Flashman, hot or not, first time Melbourne uh, looking vulnerable this year. Ooh, yeah, I, I think this is hot. Yeah, I Stop think this it. Is... You're hot. <laughs> Um, our, our, our panel man here, Steve, he's just oh, he's chuckling away it. to himself. He just he loves is, it, he? Well, he's no, I do. The most un-Kardashian I... person, and you just rolled that out. <laughs> this is hot as a pistol for mine. Stop um, it. You're hot. 
it, it's that look. This this is this is what I'm saying here, and I, I think we've got a question about it. this year is phenomenal, and I, I think what we've seen. I've seen. I think good sides have beaten them. Good sides at times. I mean, Freeman have had good patches. Swans have had good patches. Uh, beaten the team. I yeah. I think so. I think this is this is all lines are open from many many teams in 2022. Young man, that's hot. Now this is this next one's interesting. Should we be concerned about the Ashes next year in England? This is from Wheels from Sandy Bay. Hot or not? Uh, no, I certainly got that as as hot. The form that the Poms are in at the moment. <sighs> my gosh, like there is just there's hundreds. The hundreds that they didn't make over here in the Ashes, they've they've doubled up because they missed out here um, big time with only Johnny Besto, I think, scoring the uh, single hundred for the touring team in Sydney. Um, but him, Joe Root, um, Stokes, they've all, they have all been cashing in over there uh, against New oh, Zealand. And What about Joe Root's last year? Oh. What? It's Bradman. Damn he, oh, he's incredible. He's, he's just a is he a home bully though? Like he's that that, that and that's oh, the thing. I mean, you know, the question you ask is, should we be worried about the Ashes over there next year in England? Yes, yes, hot, hot, hot. It's uh, it's. Gee, I'm looking forward to that. That is going to be a great, great, great series over there. Uh, Flashman, this is all right up your alley. Uh, Josh Giddy. Uh, of course, playing for the Oklahoma City Thunder last year, uh, probably mid-season last year, he was the rookie of the year and then got injured. Josh Giddy will be our greatest ever basketball player, male basketball player, I should say. Sorry. Mm, well, um, I would have said a couple of years ago, without question, that Ben Simmons is absolutely tracking that direction. And by the way, as you will know, I've far from put a line through Ben Simmons. Selling more houses than just about anyone in the game. Look at him go. Oh! Oh, give him three points for it. And he's working hard to get back for the board as well. Ben Simmons Appreciate like. it. Well, <laughs> he is a good defender. But I tell you what, this kid, well, this is what Josh Kitty does. Do you know he had 10 rebounds as an 18-year-old skinny kid from Adelaide in his second game of the NBA last year? He's an elite passer. He does things, Jack, in terms of outlet passes and skip passes across the court, across the three-point line. You do not see the great Shannon Sharp. You know, I listened to Undisputed with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. He said yesterday... He reminds him of Larry Bird. Now, he's probably not as good a shooter as Larry. We accept that. But this kid, and now you put him with Shea Gilgis, Chet Holgram, just watch OKC this. Even if you're only a half an NBA fan, just tune in and watch him. This kid is absolutely phenomenal. The answer is hot, hot, hot. Hot, hot, hot. That's hot. What do you got for us, Flashman? All right. Season 2022 is the most even year since the formation of the AFL. Hot or not? No, I think this is hot news. This is hot, hot, hot news. Damn hot. There is so many sides that in at this current point in time that, that can win it. So, look, I, I'm looking at the ladder right now. There's probably 10. And... And uh, I, I know Nick Revolt's come out publicly and said that Collingwood can win it. And I agree. Why? Why couldn't they? Got a great list already. Sydney, if they get on a run, they, they can win it. Richmond, squeeze. Carlton, Carlton are getting some crew back. Probably Fremantle look good. Not uh, sure. Some weeks, and then a uh, hot, hot, hot. Brisbane, we know a great side. Melbourne Tigers. Uh, yep. 
and the Cats, obviously, as well. So there is plenty. And, the do- and then the Dogs made the grand final last year. They're playing for this season tonight. Secured at Jekyll and Hyde. Gold Coast are good. They're not going to win the flag, but they're good. Yep. Port are good. Yep. Giants will beat a lot of teams. And you know, the, the Essendon, they'll keep winning. You watch them. No, I, hey, next... I've, got, I've got one for you. I, I think West Coast might roll Carlton this week. Just put Gee. that. Just put that there. They've getting. So what your mate Robbo said the other night? I think. Uh, just... No, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I'm not just okay. replaying what they said. I've got my sure. own train of thought that of why. But uh, no, that's. Uh, it, it is a great season. Jesus, it's going to be so much fun. <laughs> there we go. A little bit of that flashman bananas at G. But certainly hot news that this is going to be a gra- a cracking finish. What do you got for this? Uh, I have got uh, hot or not. Bruce McAvaney's absence has made a significant difference in the excitement of primetime AFL football. And you could probably add Dennis Committee into that as well. You're not happy with the current uh, – are you happy with the current crop of commentators or are you missing uh, no, old Brucey boy? I'm certainly I'm very mindful of um, being a, a C-plus commentator of my own. You'll think <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and pot people. Um, however, this is a, this is a story um, across television in this country where – I see a shift coming big time because we, you know, we've had this history of these incredible hosts slash commentators going right back through the years that have been the face, the the main voice of of the product, this being AFL football. We have not gone close to replacing Bruce or Dennis. Um, Bruce McIverney is the greatest sports um, commentator of my lifetime and I'm a cheerleader, tick, tick, tick. But no, this is hot. This is this is absolutely factual, and I'm really, I'm really interested, Jack, to see what happens with the new TV rights, etc., coming up. Uh, does Jared get poached from our SEN? Does Hutto? Does Al Nicholson's coming up? Look, I'm a cheerleader. He's going. Who's your number one? Who's your number one at the moment? Then, who's the best call in the country? Yep. Uh, I think he's 71 years of age, but I think it's still Tim Lane. Tim Wayne, the Tasmanian Tim Lane. So oh, you know my thoughts yeah. on Tim and Bruce. So yeah. I'm perhaps a that that look. Hutto and Jared are in the top three or four. We know that. Um, our Nicholson's going really well as well. There's, there, there is there is still plenty of good people that can fill those voids. That's for sure. Um, Jackie Boy, last one here for me. Hot or not? Bring back the collar. <laughs> After the cats wore them last night, retro round, not. retro round. The cats rolled out the collar last night. It's a one from one winning uh, formula. I, I didn't mind it. Yeah. Damn. I didn't mind it. Now there's a few photos of some Richmond players get rounded Tetley T tops during the week. Of course, the great uh, Tom Hafey loved his Tetley T. You'd be a Tetley T man too. I would have yeah, thought. Yeah, you know, I don't drink coffee, tea, and oranges. Didn't, didn't, and Powerade. Didn't mind the, uh, right. didn't mind the, the collars last night. So I'm, 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 I think that's hot. And one more from me, Flashman. Okay. Before we go. On a scale of uh, spot of, of lukewarm to spicy in the hotness. Yes. How hot? How hot's Peter Gutwin going to get on Twitter now that we've just seen yeah, old PDG roll onto the uh, onto the social media did, platform? Did you get an early follow from the former premier, or did you have to wait I, to his? Sort of... I don't know. I actually don't I know. Got one yet. I've, I've, I've flicked him one back. Um, no, I'm, I'm not sure whether uh, whether Peter Gutwin has stepped into. Uh... Just, just have a look at that, if you wouldn't mind. Now, Peter's, Peter's you know what I'm talking for, about? for people that are not aware, the former premier has joined Twitter. And he took no time in launching against, uh, was on Footy Classified the other night when Eddie was talking about North Melbourne and Tassie again. And Peter said, no, 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 that's enough. And he absolutely whacked him. You just, I'm really keen to see if the former Premier's following you. He certainly got me, I got a tick, by the way. 
Um, uh, I don't know. No, I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> can, I just, can I just leave you with this? In, in all fairness to Eddie, and I'm not saying, because we know North Melbourne thinking Tassie's never going to work, but I do think there's an element of him that he, he, he fears for North Melbourne and he is trying to find a way to keep that club alive. And, and there is an element of that across what the, the people in the Melbourne are saying. But, guys, stop referring it and comparing it to Tasmania because not, it's not going to happen. No, it just Rock, ain't going to happen. Jeremy Rockcliffe has already said it is it, not going to happen. No, 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 no. Stop no. it. Not here. Well, there you go. Hot or not, our favourite segment. Coming up, though, a big finish to the show. Razzle-dazzle all you want. The Harlem Globetrotters are in town, and they will be in Tasmania next week. They're coming to Hobart on Monday night. Launceston, sorry, on Tuesday night, and they're going to join us in the studio very soon. This is Jack and Flash on SEN Tassie. Razzle-dazzle! Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Welcome back to Jack and Flash right here on SEN Tasmania. And Flashman, sometimes the little apple oil can be left off the touring, uh, the touring agendas for all types of events that happen around this great country. But... One event that is not being left off, and that is the Harlem Globetrotters. Of course, the Globetrotters are in town next week, uh, coming to Hobart on Monday night uh, and in Launceston on Tuesday night. Good luck getting a ticket because they are sold out, Flashman. Sold out, and I am very lucky, and we are very lucky, to be joined by uh, Harlem Globetrotter Wham Middleton in the studio. Wham, welcome to Jack and Flash. Right there, we might just get Wham's mic turned on there. How are we looking, looking there, Steve? Hello. Hello. There we are. We got Wham. Welcome. <laughs> well, second time around, Wham. Welcome to the show. Yes. Good day. Thanks for having me. So the Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, I remember. I reckon I was probably oh, maybe eight or nine. Flashman when the Harlem yes. Globetrotters rolled into the old Derwent Entertainment Centre, uh, and now I'm sitting here in studio with a Harlem Globetrotter. Wham. How? Well, first things first. Welcome to Australia. Oh, thank you. Thank uh, what, you. what are your thoughts of Australia, and is this your first time here? This is actually my second time here, and I truly I love it here. I've been here um, in 2019, back with the Harlem Globe Charters. That was my first time, and it's just been amazing. I love it every time I come here. Good morning, Wham. Uh, firstly, the the name Wham, my friend, that is an absolute yeah. peach. Um, <laughs> to, tell me the background there, brother. Well, um, I do actually have the Guinness World Record for being one of the fastest people on the basketball court. Oh, wow. And I dribble wow. right past the defender, and all you hear in your ear is, <laughs> wham. <laughs> <laughs> now, can I, can I ask you, Wham, about your basketball experience? Um, where did you go to college? What was your, what's your background? Um, I went to Savannah mm. State University. Yes. And I did not yes. play college basketball at all, actually. Wow. Yeah. And I still became a Globetrotter, so you could really achieve your dreams. <laughs> how, does that, how does that work then? So we, we see, uh, obviously, a lot of the talent that comes into mm-hmm. the NBA goes and plays for out of college. But yeah. ha- run us through how you recruited to, for the Harlem Globetrotters. Well, everybody's story different. Um, most of the players on the Globetrotters are, have been college professional, like overseas or college basketball players. But myself, I went to college, and um, I actually started playing semi-pro for the NABL there. And then from there, I went to Spain to play at a Eurobasket Academy for probably like a season. I hurt my knee. I came back home. I was working in a restaurant, still playing basketball, you know, still chasing my dreams. And 
I was just in the right place at the right time uh, in, a norm, in a normal basketball gym. A guy saw me play basketball, and he said, you know, you're really good. I could probably get you a trial with the Globetrotters. And I was just wow. like, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, four years later, I'm here. Uh, no more Washington Generals. As, as a kid, I watched it a couple of times, and it was the Generals came to town. Um, we've had a couple. We've had the New York Nationals, mm-hmm. of course, but now it's it's – it's the names have changed. And by the way, Jack, originally the Globetrotters were called the Chicago Globetrotters, if you didn't know. Then they 1922, were the they started Flash. There you go. I've done my research. 1926, but who's counting? Hey, hey, that's what they think. That's what they think. 1922, inside word, I've been told. Um, 73 championships for the amazing Harlem Globetrotters over yes. the last 100 years. Yes. Um, the whole experience, like when you become a globetrotter, mm-hmm. um, is the prerequisites to be in the team, uh, to have amazing behind-the-back passes, amazing handles, shooting first. Well, what's what's the box ticking that the you know the powers to be in the organisation look for, or is it obviously a package of all of the above? Um, I would definitely say it's a package of all of the above, but you know sure. they they def- they recruit you based upon your basketball abilities first. You know, yes. but you also have to, you know, be able to entertain the crowd and be able to talk to anybody, honestly. And, and Wham, f- uh, tell us about your uh, understanding of Australian basketball. Of course, we're we're seeing now a bit of a revolution here uh, in the NBA. Of course, um, I don't know if you've had a look at Josh Giddy in his second year, brother. Yeah. Um, he looks like he's filling out, doesn't he? And yeah. starting <laughs> to move, and he was down the block, and he was starting to move a few people out. But it, it is a obviously a bronze medal at the Olympics recently. Mm-hmm. If you look at the best five players in the world right now, mm-hmm. maybe one of them's American, um, which I find superb for the whole game. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you do you really feel that around the world when you travel now, in particular now with Australia, but around the world, how it is very much becoming a world game? It is becoming a world game. You know, there's some videos on Instagram, like in third world yes. countries, and people are training to become an NBA player. Like, I've seen videos where people just make a basketball hoop out of things that they use in their normal life, and they're training with trash cans and ropes and just doing all types of things to really just chase those dreams. So, Wham, for the people that are going to be going along Monday night and Tuesday night down Mm -hmm. in Tasmania, what can they expect? Because it's a show. Yeah. It's a basketball game first first and foremost, but there is the theatrical part of it and the – exhibition and just mm-hmm. everything that comes with that. So what can the people expect? Well, you're definitely going to be entertained. We have some of the best shooters and dunkers in the world. We have a four-point line. It's like uh, five feet behind the three-point line. So you have to be an amazing shooter with – yes, you're about to say <laughs> you're oh. good, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But um, if you have came to a Harlem Globetrotter show, I could say that this is going to be a little different because we added a few extra characters to the show. I'm not going to give away any surprises, but, you know, when you come, you'll see them. And your own personal strengths, what's, uh, what, what, what are you going to bring to to what is the greatest show on earth? Um, my shooting ability and my dribbling abilities. You know, I have nine Guinness World Records to go along with that, to back that up. Wow. And, yeah, I mean, technically I am the fastest dribbler in the world. And now, so, okay, wow, the fastest oh, dribbler in the world. How, how, do, how, do we, how do the Guinness World Records check that out? Like, Do you get them out and... Mm-hmm. What can you do? Is it amount of dribbles in a minute? or Yes, it's, that's exactly how what many? it is. 762. With one well, basketball? Yes, one basketball. Wow. 
Oh, well, yeah. well, on that wham to all the the kids out there listening today, I'd be when you do five, like. <laughs> when you're working on your handles, I mean, we've seen the Steph Curry mold of all you mm-hmm. know, left, right, left. What's the best advice you can give a young child, boy or girl, mm-hmm. about how to get their dribbling technique up to a standard where they can be like you and playing the the mighty Harlem Globetrotters? You just have a have to have a great work ethic, and it's yes. repetition. You have to do it every day. There, I don't remember the last time I didn't dribble a basketball in a day. Yeah. Always trying to and, get better. And can I look from a broader perspective mm-hmm. um, in the basketball world, um, whether it be a globetrotter, NBA player, who, who was your hero? Who, who did you look up to mm-hmm. and aspire to be? Growing up, it was Allen Iverson, actually. Wow, yeah. yeah. And people in player. Australia don't realize AI's influence on American youth back mm-hmm. in those early 2000s. It really was... Off the charts, wasn't it? Oh, it was crazy off the charts. You know, Michael Jordan even said it. If uh, Allen Iverson was probably like 6'6", he'd probably be the best basketball player of all time. We haven't got much longer with Wham, but I wanted Let's to get go. this bit out. Wham, I'm going to play you a bit of audio here. Um, and after you hear it, I want you to have a guess um, who it oh, might no. be. So here we go. Oh, okay. Selling more houses oh, than just it. about anyone in the game. Look at him go. Oh, oh a bit of <laughs> Give him three points a bit for of it. Razzle dazzle. And he's working hard to get back for the board as well. Now, well, just, oh, who, 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 out of the two look. of us, who do you think that might be? <laughs> I'm going to say Flashman. Can I? Can I? Can I make a play for Flash? So Flash is in. Flash is in Hobart. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's say. Someone goes down for the Globetrotters. Is there is there a spot for Razzle Dazzle Lithgow in the Harlem Globetrotters? Um, we used to have Globetrotter guests, so you you never know. We, we, Maybe we you're see. one of the special <laughs> guests, Flash, and I don't know about Razzle this. Dazzle. Wham, if if you've got a second, I will run you through it. Um, basically, <laughs> go on, show us, tell us. I penetrated uh, hard into the middle of the key. From I, I got the outlet pass from the defensive end. Mm-hmm. I, I took it to a lady who was about five foot two. Mm-hmm. In fairness, spin move I to actually, the right. I saw that video. Oh, <laughs> now, well, what, well, what what no one ever talks it went about viral is the rim, flash. Everyone the, saw it. <laughs> the rim protect the rim protector at six foot five uh-huh. that was underneath the basket was the key move. But um, sadly, normally. I would have clunked it. So it was a fluke, in oh, fairness. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, there we are, uh, people of Tasmania. The Globetrotters oh, are heading awesome. to town. We are so lucky for Wham to join us. Wham, thank you so much. Oh, thanks uh, for having uh, And me. on behalf of the Tasmanian it. people, we are so excited to see what you're going to bring. Monday awesome. night in Hobart and yes. then Tuesday night in Launceston. The Globetrotters are in town, so make sure if you're going along to get, a boy, get around our boy Wham. Definitely. Appreciate you having me in. There we Come go. Out. Have a fun time. Yeah, Thank exactly. you, Wham. Wicked. Wham Middleton from the uh, from the Globetrotters, the Harlem Globetrotters there in studio. We've got a big, strong finish to the show here. This is Jack and Flash on SEN Tassie. Well, Flash, man, what an oh, absolute oh, treat that was. Wham. How good was that? Wham. Yeah, awesome. Wham Middleton. Yeah, awesome. And you're a hey, cop this. I've got some official merch off oh, Wham. The yes. Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> yes. sweatbands that... Well, you'll never see them because I've got two sets and I gave the other one to Steve over here. Are you, are you right. happy? Do you reckon, uh, the couple of things I picked out of that, you called him brother. Uh, <laughs> I got a great laugh out of that. Uh, and uh, the uh, also just, he's so excited. Just a quick, oh. quick chat then, just to get down to Tassie. His favourite place yes. in the world is Australia. 
you hang was your... it hanging with Mayo from Wham or was that just no it was no, genuine. no 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 oh, no genuine Atlanta Georgia uh, native and he loves getting down here to the uh, the beautiful place that is Tasmania. Will you be heading along, Flashman? Uh, I am going to go along, and yeah. I'm very excited. I'm pretty sure that I won't require my um, Giannis's <laughs> that I bought for half price um, that I've got there. But uh, no, I'll be. I'll be heading along for a look. That'll be fantastic, mate. Terrific. Love it. Yes, yes, yes. Very, very important piece to, coming to, to Tasmanian, to Tasmania. Uh, and obviously with basketball in Tasmania, yes. absolutely flying at the moment. It is, uh, it is very, very important. Now, now listen, you go. Go first. Go, go, go. Uh, well, Flash, I wanted to quickly um, just have a chat with our friend Matt Reed from Taz Racing, uh, Form Plus Pro Tasmanian Greyhound Harness and Thoroughbred Racing, all form gods. Now, we've been having Maddie on the line, and I think we've got him. Maddie, you there? Morning, fellas. How are you going? Good, mate. Hi, Good, Snapper. Mate. And we've got uh, Maddie, have you heard of the Harlem Globetrotters? Are you any chance you're heading oh, along to. He's a basketball man. Of course he is. Yeah, you're going he along to the Globetrotters, Maddie? No, not this time. I reckon I went and saw the Globetrotters when I was probably in about grade four or five. Uh, and it was awesome at the time, but um, not heading along this time. But. Couldn't recommend it more. It's a, it's a great show and timeless content, I reckon. All right, Maddie, what's going on in Tassie Racing? Give us the two-minute spiel on what the people can expect uh, this week. Short and sharp. We've uh, got good programs for all three codes. Ten harness races in Launceston on Sunday night. Feature there is the Golden Mile, which has brought together a good field. We've got uh, the JG Nelson finals night in Launceston on Monday for the Greyhounds. And we've got an eight-race thoroughbred card in Hobart on Sunday. I mentioned last Friday the race for the Jockeys Premiership. Well, Cody Jordan had a double in Devonport last Sunday, so her lead's now seven with four meetings left. But uh, we've got a bit of Tassie interest at Caulfield tomorrow, Flash. It hasn't been a great season for us interstate. I think we've just had the two winners, but one of those was trained by Bill Ryan, of course, with Still a Star last Spring Carnival. He and his daughter, Monica, have take the sit, who was a Group 3 winner during our summer carnival. She's in the last race over 1,400 metres at Caulfield tomorrow. Drawn wide, she'll get back, and I think they'll be hoping the rail chops out and, and they're running on out wide by the last of the day. But also, Algernon, trained by Imogen Miller, is also on that Caulfield program in race two. He's right in the market as well. I think he's about six bucks. Uh, he's won half of his 10 starts here in Tassie and, and gets an opportunity to show he's up to Victorian Saturday grade. So plenty happening in the state, but a, a bit for us to cheer on uh, tomorrow at Caulfield as well. well take, take the sit. Second up form, Jackie Boy. Five win, five starts, three wins in a second, um, about $11. So there you go. That's, that's a little bit of a, a nice price. Snapper, have you got one for us apart from that? Um, right across the country, or right across Tasmania in particular, let's stick with the local... I need something from you. Just just one. Race four, number three, I'm So Cool, uh, in Hobart on Sunday. It was a good winner in Launceston a fortnight oh, ago yes, in Maiden Grade. Goes to a, a Maiden Class 1 at the mile. I like he's a horse that he puts himself on the race, uh, on the speed, uh, and we don't lose a lot with David Perez around Hobart. So I'm hopeful we might get an each-way price, but... Uh, race four, number three on, so cool is one you can have something on, Flash. Well, Matty, we really appreciate it. And as always, you can live stream every Tassie race on Form Plus Pro. Sign up for free at tazracing.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call 1800 858 858. Matty, we really appreciate it, and uh, we'll chat to you next week. Thanks, fellas. Talk soon.
All right. Ever. There we go, Flash. Hey, before before we go, and we're on horse racing, Flash. Yes. Goulburn, race one, number oh, seven, on. privatisation. I oh, know I know on. an owner. I know a couple of owners, actually. Hang on. Hang on. You, you tipped me into this thing. You tipped me into this thing a month ago. Yeah. Hey. Hey, just uh, Goulburn, race one, number seven for the people out there that okay. don't mind having a little dabble. Okay. This is Jack and Flash on SEN Tassie. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Winding down the last hour here on Jack and Flash. Great to have your company. We're here all thanks to Harrison Agents. Big finish, as Flash. always. Big finish here. Big finish here, mate. What a what a big week of sport. I mean, it always is. I know, especially for nuffies like you and I. But this has been a monster, and it just continues to deliver. Swans Dogs, the focus for me, as you could imagine tonight. That is a big, big game. Before we Huge. get on the AFL Flash, give me yes. uh, what's going on down in Tassie football. Well, the good news is for the TSL this weekend is all the, the Mariners are available. So that always ah. adds a bit of depth into the team. So, well, it used to be the Derby of Derbies wasn't Glenorchy and Clarence. Well, sadly, the Mighty Pies, they're not going that great, if we can be frank about it. But Glenorchy playing Clarence, that always at least brings the best out of both teams. That's a 2pm at KG5 on Saturday. Launceston versus the Tigers, that's a beauty. Mm. Top of the table clash at Windsor Park. It's probably going to be quite cold and wet up there. That's also at 2pm Saturday. Paul Godomsky, the president of Kingborough, bullish, 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 yeah, bullish, yep. bullish. And North Hobart are playing North Launceston at North Hobart. Of course, Clinton French announcing during the week that he's retiring from playing duties. He's been a good player. He coached still, though, won't he? Is that, uh, he's coached still. Yep. Yeah, premiership at Galorki. And, play, of course, he played a couple at Aspley up north in the Quaffle, yeah. um, or actually the extended version with that involved the Swans and the Giants, etc. So, uh, no, he's, he was a good player. I don't think he's North Hobart playing part of it. Will be the Hall of Fame stuff that you want to talk about. Good morning to you, where you right, are, young boy. man. French, you would know he's been a super player. Yeah, great, eight, great, eight, great football man. strong at the moment. Young Lockie Cowan's being touted as a very high pick. Focus uh, on Scotty Charger McCallum's boy too. Oi, Tommy, Tommy McCallum, six four and a half. Pipes yes, are developing. Yes, he's an absolute athlete. Now AFL quickly, flash man. Yes, uh, you spoke about the Swans Bulldogs. Arguably. Well, you tell me about it. I, Big game. What are you th- it's Big a huge game. game. Huge game. I think the SCG um, just... Mm. You, not no, Hickey. No. I no. told English you last back. week, Essendon on would concern me. We saw it. Yeah. Um, all right. Give us a quick tip then. You're a Swans man. I'm oh, going to be I'm going to go Swans by a point, but I'm not bullish at all. Yeah, take at all. Off. Take your scarf off. I'm going Bulldogs there. Uh, uh, what else do you want me to say? I'm saying I think we're in trouble. Pies, not, pies are shaping up nicely. They've got North Melbourne. We both think uh, Can win the flag. Repeat. Suns, Suns Tigers up at uh, Metricon flying out today at 12 o'clock. Hard to get a flight with uh, school holiday slash man. Can I just say... That is a monster game of footy as well. Yeah, game of footy. Who are you tipping? Uh, I'm going to cheer lead just for this week. Thank you. I'm going to cheer lead for Thank this you. week. Go, go well. Saints Dockers, uh, equal favourites oh. at Marvel Stadiums. Turned into a big game after the Saints were fantastic last week. Absolutely no idea who wins this. I couldn't tell you. That, oh, that's another. That's yeah. another beauty. Dockers. Dockers. Ports Giants. Port Giants as well. Oh. I think that's going to be a great game of football down there. Giants game well at the Oval. Yep. Uh, Lions, we think, will beat Essendon. 
We do think that, but I think the Bombers are going to keep winning here, Jack. I think they're going to win four or five the last six or seven weeks. Uh, Hawks versus Adelaide at Marvel Stadium. Crows a bit better at this stage, I Whoa, think. Oh, that's a big call. Hawks' favourite in that. I think. And this is the roughie for me no for Matt the weekend. No Matt Crouch again, by yeah, the way. He's, he's averaging yeah. 50 touches a game. Can't get back he in that team. He might find himself somewhere else next year, I think. Uh, West Coast v Carlton. I've got West Coast as a sneaky, sneaky what? outside what? here. Did you like Nick Nat but last week he back in? He was good, wasn't he? He, he was, was good. good. He, was he was good. good. He was good. What do you think of the mic'd up audio quickly? For me, mic'd up. Are you a fan of that? Have we, have we got a re- can we revisit that or not? Uh, no. No, we'll do it next week. But, yeah, I, I was a big um, fan we, of that. Your West Coast oh, card, cool. who, who do you think? Uh, I'm going with the Blues. I think you're right. There's still a few injuries there concerned. Eagles trying, but no, Blues for me. Rightio, one more break and then we're back to finish up the show and then we head into a big day of sport here on SEN. Yes. This is Jack and Flash on SEN Tasmania. Harrison Agent. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Well, Jackie boy, we're just about done, but we turn all attention now, young man, to Nick Kyrgios in the Grand Slam final on Sunday. Of course, if you haven't heard the news, Nick Kyrgios through to the final with Rafa Nadal being, well, he's got a he's got a tummy issue. He's not going to be there, which is an amazing, amazing thing for Kyrgios. He's through. I've got a quick text here from Sam from Lena Valley regarding Kyrgios. His tennis skill and excitement is undeniable, but surely you just want a person and an athlete on the way, but surely you just a person, an athlete, on the way, the way they treat people and the game. He reportedly show, he repeatedly shows disrespect for his opponent, the chair umpire, the linesman, the ball boys, the media, respect the ability but not the attitude. Sam from Lena Valley could have been Tim Lithgow from Electrona, um, but <laughs> he's a polarising one, Jackie boy. You're not going to watch it, though. You've said that. No, You're no, not interested. No, 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 not for me. I'll be watching it. Okay, um, sure. I'll, be, I'll be more invested, Flashman, in uh, yes. today. Golden Valley. The Golden Valley Fruits, <laughs> Golden. Uh, get around it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, race one, number seven, privatisation. You've tipped me that twice before. Yeah. Uh, and also Ballarat is uh, another place we need to have a look on Sunday. Mm. Castagna. I actually don't know what um, I don't know what uh, race it's in. Are you mic'd up this week? Uh, here we are. Race three, number five, Castagna. Get around you, that you, too. Are you mic'd up this week? Uh, no, no miking up for me. Can I just open zero mayo with your micing up? You weren't aware zero. of any stage? Okay. Zero mayo. Unlike every it, single one of it, your son. stories, there okay. is zero mail. I enjoyed that. it. I've given you a compliment. There's been no mail today. Mayo today, sorry. Uh, but expect some mayo on the next program. That, of course, <laughs> is the Captain's Run with Go Tigers. Julian DeStook. <laughs>